Hello and welcome to Sean White's Solar and Energy Storage Podcast. This week is part two of a series where we're covering different brands of energy storage systems. We're going to cover a whole bunch of them this week in this podcast, starting off with Generac, which bought an energy storage system called Pika, Sonin, and we also interviewed Greg Smith of Sonin on different podcasts. Then we're looking at Solus, also known as Jinlong Solus, Soul Ark, as in Noah's Ark, just kidding, Fortress, makes a battery, Kilovolt, which is a battery company put out there by a distributor called Alt-E. I really like them, especially the Alt-E conference. Then we have the famous lead-acid batteries, Trojan and Rolls, and they now have lithium solutions. Then there's Sunverge, and I know their CEO, Schneider. They make a lot of inverters and stuff like that. And the Schneider inverters are inside of the Sunverge and the Simplify system, and that's next, Simplify. Then next, we're gonna look at SMA. They make a lot of the electronics. Victron, they also make a lot of electronics. A lot of times Victron is for smaller systems and boats and little cabins and things like that. And last but not least is a large Chinese battery company called BYD, that's Build Your Dreams. Hope you enjoy this podcast. So we're gonna start off now with Generac. Generac bought a battery company called Pika and Generac is that company that's famous for putting generators on houses, especially in places where they have hurricanes. So they're already in the business of generators and automatic transfer switches. So it kind of works really well for them to have a system. They even have special connectors that you can put between your solar modules to do rapid shutdown. They're one company that does rapid shutdown with regular strings of PV. So you're not doing maximum PowerPoint tracking at the module. However, they can still disconnect between the modules kind of neat. Perhaps it might be less stuff to break down. So the way that they do it is they have their inverter. Some people might call it a hybrid inverter, but it's an inverter that you can plug PV into. You can plug a battery into, you can plug the grid into it, plug everything into that inverter. And then they have a battery cabinet that you can stick different amounts of battery modules into it. These battery modules stuck into a cabinet and it kind of remind me of servers stuck into a cabinet or even musicians sticking their amps into a cabinet. So the way that this system works when you're using it with PV is you have these strings of PV, then you put these Snap RS rapid shutdown connectors, and pretty much you just connect them between your MC connectors, between the modules, between the solar modules. Then at the end of every string, you have something called a PV link, which is where it would do some maximum PowerPoint tracking. And then you're gonna have like a DC bus where the battery and the output of these PV links are gonna be at the same voltage on the DC bus inside of the inverter. So we call that DC coupling. And then this inverter itself will have two separate outputs. One of them goes to the backed up loads and the other output goes to the grid. So it's just like a regular interactive inverter output and a standalone inverter output. There's a lot of different ways you can hook these systems up with different types of transfer switches and generators, of course, because it is Generac. And if you go to their website, you can see all the different ways that you can hook these things up. So the battery cabinet, the way it looks, you can fit three batteries on top of each other. So the battery cabinet, the way that it works is you can stick different battery modules into the battery cabinet. So first of all, the minimal amount of modules that you can have is three. So you would stick one on the top, one in the middle, one on the bottom. 
Then you can start adding more modules. So you could go three, you can go four, you can go five, or you can have six in this cabinet. So I suppose if somebody wanted to give you a gift and you only had three, they can give you battery modules for gifts or it's easy to upgrade. You just stick in a different battery module. So these battery modules, they're sort of in the 48 volt range, but the output of the cabinet is in the 400 volt range. So if we look how tall this cabinet is, it's about five foot seven and a half inches tall. It's about five foot seven or five foot eight. That's how tall it is. That means you have to dust off the top if you want tall people to not see your dust. It's 22 inches wide and about 10 inches deep. Put that in your living room. So if we look at the Generac inverter, they have a single phase inverter that's 7.6 kilowatts and a three phase inverter that's 11.4 kilowatts. Okay, time to look at the Sonnen battery. And if you've listened to earlier podcasts, you've heard me do an interview with Greg Smith of Sonnen Battery, which I split up into a few different podcasts because it was a long conversation. So this Sonnen battery, it's a big cabinet with lithium ion batteries in it. That's lithium iron phosphate, LFP. And then they put different electronics inside there. And a lot of the electronics are made by Outback. So there's an Outback Radiant Inverter. Outback's an old time inverter manufacturer and charge controller manufacturer. Plus they have different electronics in there. It's kind of a neat system and it can do AC coupling. So you can do DC coupling. You can connect your PV straight to the sun and battery cabinet or you can do AC coupling. So say you have an existing PV system, you can connect it on the AC side. You can also put different amounts of battery modules inside of this cabinet. And Sonnen is perhaps the first real lithium energy storage system company out there. They've been around for a while. They're using lithium iron phosphate, that's LFP, and they can do all the different tricks that you can do with a lot of these different systems. So let's talk a little bit about Outback since they're inside the Sonnen, but you can buy an Outback inverter separately. One of the neat things though about buying these energy storage systems that are all put together is you won't get as confused. You'll just follow instructions, you'll hook things up, and they'll troubleshoot things for you. If you have all these different components on your wall, it might get a little bit confusing. So this Outback Radiant Inverter, it works at split phase. That's 12240, just like a residential dwelling in the United States. It works with a generator. You can make it a UPS, uninterruptible power supply. Works for backup. It works for mini grids. Does all kinds of stuff. And that was the Outback Radiant Inverter. Outback makes a lot of different types of inverters and equipment. And they're known for their off-grid and for their grid-type battery backup systems. Next on our list, we're going to look at Solus. And so that's also known as Jinlong Solus. They're kind of well-known in the grid-tied solar industry because their stuff is less expensive than a lot of their competitors. It's a Chinese inverter company, and they're mostly known for their strict grid-tie inverters. However, they have one where you could also plug batteries into your grid-tie inverter, which also has a backup load circuit. A lot of people call this a hybrid inverter. So when they're talking about hybrid inverters, they don't mean a hybrid system, and it's not an NEC thing. Since the NEC definition does not include batteries in making something hybrid. So what should we call this? How about hybrid with a disclaimer? If somebody says hybrid inverter, they pretty much mean an inverter with batteries. If somebody says hybrid system, they might mean solar with a generator or solar with wind. So we're talking about Solus here, and this is just an inverter that you can connect PV modules, batteries, and you have different outputs. It's a multimodal inverter. So one of the outputs will go to the grid and the other output will go to your backed up loads. And another inverter that's very similar to this is called the Sol Arc. 
and the Solark, you can connect PV to it, you can connect a battery to it, you can connect the grid to it, and you can connect your backed up loads to it. This is known on the trade show floors as a hybrid inverter. How's that for a disclaimer? This Solark inverter works with batteries in the 48 volt battery range. So there's a lot of batteries that we can connect to this, that usually they're lithium iron phosphate, but you could also connect lead acid batteries to this one. However, it won't work with a higher voltage battery such as the LG Chem Residential Energy Storage Unit. I was looking on the internet for just different applications, and I saw somebody that was using a Solar Converter for their prepper bunker. That's for when there's like a nuclear attack, so they're ready. And it kind of reminded me of Noah's Ark. You know, the end of the world, and then you're going to go save yourself and maybe a few different species. So maybe that's where they got that term for, Solar and then in that bunker, they were using the Solark with a Fortress lithium ion battery. So that's an LFP battery, lithium iron phosphate. And that's about a 10 kilowatt hour battery. And it's just one of the many different types of lithium iron phosphate batteries that work somewhere in the range of 48 volts. And you can connect it to your Solark inverter. And there's another battery that's kind of similar. It's another one that works in the 48 volt range. And it's called a kilovolt. And it's a lithium iron phosphate battery. And that would work with the Solark battery system. The kilovolt battery, however, is about 7.5 kilowatt hours. They say the nominal voltage here for this lithium iron phosphate battery, when I say the 48 volt range, it's actually 51.2 volts. So if you took 51.2, divided that by 16 batteries in series, that would give you 3.2 volts per lithium iron phosphate battery cell. So that means for 12 volts, you would take four of these batteries and it wouldn't really be 12 volts, it'd be 12.8. But you see what I mean, it kind of gets you in the right range. Now let's look at another lithium iron phosphate battery. This one is the Trojan Trillium. Trojan is super famous for lead acid batteries. They've been around for a long time. I've had Trojan batteries last 15 years. That's lead acid batteries because lithium just hasn't really been around that long, at least. Well, it has been around that long in the universe for like since the Big Bang, which is 13 billion years ago. But lithium ion batteries have not been used that much, especially on home energy storage systems. This is kind of a new thing. So this Trojan Trillium battery looks a lot like and is kind of a similar size to a car battery. It's only 27 pounds. They call it a 12.8 volt nominal voltage lithium iron phosphate battery. That's 3.2 times 4, 3.2 nominal voltage for a lithium iron phosphate cell. But what makes this battery special compared to a lead acid battery is it has electronics in there. You pretty much need to have electronics inside of a battery if it's going to be lithium ion because it could be dangerous without that. So this will control the charges. Sometimes we call that a battery management system. They're saying that it has an integrated microprocessor, state of charge gauge, integrated contractor, and a current sensor, and a fuse. So you're going to hook up a communication cable to your battery. Some of the things that they will test and this is really typical for this BMS battery management system, is cell level voltage, temperature, over voltage, under voltage, overcurrent, cell balancing, and state of charge. Another thing that's interesting about this Trojan Trillium is you can put up to four in series and 20 in parallel. You need to make sure that you can put lithium ion batteries in series before you do it, because a lot of batteries you can't do that. I don't know what would happen if somebody put four LG Chem residential energy storage units in series. Probably wouldn't turn on. Might explode. I don't know. Does anybody want to comment on that? 
Next on our list here is the Rolls battery. So Rolls and Trojan, they're probably the two most famous lead acid battery companies out there. And now they both have lithium iron phosphate batteries. The Rolls battery, however, is not a little 12.8 volt nominal battery. This is a big battery. It weighs 192 pounds. Nominal voltage is 51.2 volts. So that means four times of what the Trojan is. So you'd have to put four of those Trojans in series to equal this Rolls battery. It's also 6.7 kilowatt hours. This Rolls battery, you can discharge it at 20 below Celsius, but you can't charge it unless it's above zero degrees. So that's freezing. That's kind of typical for lithium batteries that you can't charge them when it's below freezing. However, the Trojan battery was a little bit different because you can charge that Trojan at a lower rate down to 10 below Celsius. So if you're living in a cold place, that might be a reason to have the Trojan. Or like a lot of people in cold places, like when I used to live in Alaska, they would put their batteries inside their house and stay warm with their batteries. Okay, now let's look at a different type of energy storage system. This one's called the Sunverge. The Sunverge system is a big cabinet and they include Schneider inverter for the AC coupled system and a Schneider charge controller for the DC coupled system. It's all included in the cabinet. They have a nice big lithium ion battery. It's kind of difficult on their website to even tell which technology they're using. However, the one that I installed was lithium iron phosphate. I think it's kind of a smart idea though for these big companies that use different components internal to keep their minds open so they don't get stuck with one technology in case there's a better deal out there for them to buy cheaper or perhaps better components to install inside of their cabinet. So this is a big cabinet and it's listed as a unit. So although they put different things inside of there, like I was saying Schneider and some other communication products, they put different things inside of there, the inspector doesn't need to look at the listing of the individual inverter that's in there because this is listed as a unit. It's one of these things that's put in a big cabinet, sort of like a Sonnen battery and a Simplify, which we're gonna look at in a minute. So it's a complete listed energy storage system that can be AC coupled or DC coupled, which means it includes a charge controller. And it also works with Schneider inverters inside of there. And Schneider's got a pretty good reputation. They've been around for quite a while. And then I said, we're gonna hit simplify in a second. And here we are, this is a California company. And like Sunverge, which is also a California company, it is made with Schneider components inside of it. And it's a big cabinet and they will help you troubleshoot your system. So you don't have to call all these different companies and Schneider and everything. You're gonna get your help from simplify. Perhaps they wanna simplify everything and they don't spell it like simplify, like simplifying everything. It's P-H-I for phi. And like Sunverge, they also have the optional charge controller. And so that would be if you wanted to plug PV right into your big box, you can plug it right into this 600 volt maximum power point tracking charge controller. And the Simplify cabinet is six feet tall. One thing that I thought was kind of interesting about the Simplify system is they have different warranties. So they will warranty you for 10,000 cycles, that's cycling your battery up and down, if you only do an 80% depth of discharge but 5,000 cycles at a 90% depth of discharge and only 3,500 cycles for 100% depth of discharge. So you can almost get triple the warranty as far as cycles go if you discharge it only to 80% rather than 100%. And now let's take a look at Sunny Boy, boys and girls. And they are calling their Sunny Boy storage an inverter for high voltage batteries. 
They also have an inverter for lower voltage batteries, which has been around forever. It's called the Sunny Island. It's kind of famous. It's yellow. You might have seen pictures of it. Well, here's their new modern inverter. It's the Sunny Boy Storage. So this does AC coupling, so you can connect it to an existing interactive inverter PV system without having to replace the inverter or something crazy like that. So a lot of times in this world, people are using their energy storage systems just to shuffle that energy around. So it's sunny during the day, they put it in the battery, and then at nighttime they use that energy and they're grid connected, and they might not even have backup. There's many people with energy storage in this world that don't even have battery backup. The Sunny Boy Storage actually has a secure power supply, just like the SMA Sunny Boy inverters do these days. So that means pretty much you have one outlet you can plug into. So you don't have to do all this extra special wiring and install a separate sub-panel. So if that's enough for somebody just to have one outlet, or we could say 2,000 watts, that Sunny Boy storage will back up 2,000 watts without having to get fancy. But if you want to get fancy and back up a sub-panel, then you need to get the SMA automatic backup unit. And so that's like the transfer switch that has an auto transformer built into it that we've seen for some of these other systems such as the solar edge system where they have the backup interface which is where they do the anti-islanding or the tesla gateway or the in phase in power smart switch so we're talking about the sunny boy storage and if you want to back up a sub panel or even your whole house you need to get what sma will sell you and it's called a sunny boy storage automatic backup unit so sma is kind of neat they've been around for a long time they kind of pioneered the grid tie inverter without batteries and here they are with batteries. SMA, by the way, is a German company. And for the longest time, they were the number one inverter manufacturer in the world. Now let's look at something else called the Victron. The Victron is typically not something that people are going to put on their houses, but they put a lot of stuff in boats and RVs and small cabins. Right now we're designing a Victron system for my brother's cabin. It's kind of neat because it works with Bluetooth, so we're going to be able to take Bluetooth and see what's going on with his system while he's sitting there at his cabin. In Alaska, so they sell inverters, charge controllers. They sell boxes that are actually inverter charge controller in the same box. However, it only works on the European voltage, which I thought would be kind of funny is to have a 230 volt European style, or should I call it just non-North American style because that's kind of what's going on in most of the world. You have line one to neutral at 230 volts, and you can get these things where you just plug your PV into it, you plug your battery into it. You don't need to buy a charge controller and you plug your loads into it, and there you go. Victron also sells the batteries themselves, or you can make them work with different batteries. On my way to InterSolar in Germany last year, I went to this party that had like 10,000 people and you camp out. Some people called it the Fusion Festival. And this guy had a van where he had the Victron system going on there. And then he went to Alibaba, that's the Chinese eBay. He bought all these lithium-ion battery cells, the 18650s, which are the type that go in the earlier Teslas. He soldered them together, which he learned how to do on YouTube. And then he's sitting there in his van with four solar modules on the roof, showing me his phone, how he can control everything. I just thought that was really neat. So Victron, you can have grid-connected stuff, but a lot of this is for like the small off-grid market and for people that are tech-smart. You can buy separate battery management systems from them too. So the guy that soldered his cells together, he had to buy a separate battery management system. That's a BMS. But if you want to get the U.S. voltage, make sure you look for that if you're shopping for Victron. 
And they even have a system where it's called Pago, where what you can do is you can have a solar system and then somebody has to enter a code to keep going. It's pay as you go solar. So you install it at somebody's house. If they didn't pay their bill yet, the system shuts off. And hopefully they're not smart enough to bypass the Pago device. Okay, one last battery we're gonna look at here is the BYD. And they call it the BYD B-Box HV. HV stands for high voltage. And they just stack these batteries. They stack them up. It works between 200 and 500 volts. For instance, you can use this BYD battery with the SMA Sunny Boy Storage, but you can also use batteries such as the LG Kim RESU and a number of others. This BYD battery is lithium iron phosphate. BYD is bigger in other countries than it is in the US. In fact, they make a ton of electric cars in China. They make a lot of electric buses in the United States. And that is it for this podcast on common energy storage system components for residential size projects. I'm Sean White. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Hope you learned something unbiased about common energy storage system components. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And today we learned about Generac, Pika, Sonin, Solus, Solar, Fortress, Kilovolt, Trojan, Roll, Sunbird, Schneider, Simplify, SMA, Victron, and BYD. That's a lot to remember, and there's a lot of equipment out there and even some that I didn't even cover. You can find out more about all kinds of things, batteries, energy storage, solar, distributed energy resources, virtual power plants. Just go to solarshawn.com. Over and out.